This is Among the Stacks, produced by the Allen County Public Library in Scottsville, Kentucky. The podcast where you learn what we're reading and recommending in the library news. Hi, I'm Sheila Stovall. And I'm Delonda. Thanks for joining us today for Among the Stacks. So we're getting ready. The Thanksgiving holiday is approaching. So Delonda, do you have any plans for Thanksgiving? I think we're just going to, my immediate family is going to get together and have a little food, a little fun, spend time with the nephews. Oh, that sounds fun. Well, my family's coming over, so I'll be cooking a big, probably 20-pound turkey with dressing. Now, do you stu- do you call it stuffing or do you call it dressing? Uh, if it's cooked separate from the turkey, I call it uh, dressing. Okay, that's what I call it, too. I don't stuff it in the turkey because I'm afraid that my turkey won't get done and I'll kill people if uh, the turkey's <laughs> yeah. not done, so... Well, I do want to tell our listeners that we have some great cookbooks available at the library. And actually, I was going to check out our brand new America's Test Kitchen cookbook, but weighed about 20 pounds. I felt like not quite that much, but another patron had already had their name on it. It was on hold, so I didn't get to take it home, but it looked like there's some really great recipes in that new cookbook, but we have lots of wonderful cookbooks. So I will certainly be perusing those recipes and using some old favorites, but maybe looking for something new. I've been experimenting with some bread recipes, so I'm having a lot of fun with that. That sounds good. I like, we have a bake from scratch. It's a whole series. We have like, three or four. I think they have five out now, but they have a lot of really good recipes too. And a lot of good desserts. Oh, that's great. Of course, we've always got the Southern living cookbooks and taste of home Mm -hmm. cookbooks and Martha Stewart cookbooks and Paula Dean cookbooks. So we have, so stop by the library and get something to help you. If you're like me and going to be cooking for an army or wanting to try out a new uh, recipe, do that. So Well, have you been reading any new good books as we're approaching the holiday? I have. I just finished um, Never Saw Me Coming, and it's actually a murder mystery, but uh, it's by Vera Curran, I think is how you say her name. But it's really good. It's about a college in um, Washington, and the main character is in a psychopath program. And I won't get too into detail with that, but... It was really interesting, but she was participating in this uh, study to see if they could change the habits of a psychopath. So, Oh, my goodness. You'd have to check that one out. That one was good. And then a not murder mystery, because you you guys know how I love my murder mysteries, was I Mm -hmm. listened to Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. It's his memoirs. And it was really good. But if you don't like language, it's not for you because he's a little blunt um, sometimes. So, but it was interesting. For sure. Okay. He's not one of my favorite actors, but I'm, I'm sure it would be interesting to to hear about his rise to fame and his early beginnings, especially if you're his fan. So, well, interesting. So, well, I've been reading another World War II book. Okay, this is the last one I'm going to listen to for a while because I've actually <laughs> read two recently. This one, but I couldn't resist this one. The cover was so awesome. It was called The Last Bookshop in London. And uh, it's by Madeline Martin, 
And it was just really, she's a country girl and she comes to London to, for her first, her first job, her mom has passed away. And so her mom's friend takes her in, rents her room and she and her friend, like her friend gets a job at, um, oh, what's the famous uh, store? I can't think of it right now, but she, uh, has to end up working in a little bookstore and she wasn't a reader, but she ends up really loving it. I don't want to spoil too much, but it was, um, it was just a really, uh, for a World War II book, it didn't have a lot of, you know, had some heartache, but not like all the, the heartaches that you would expect. And then another World War II uh, book that I've been listening to uh, was, uh, I, I did listen to the audio book of this, was Three Sisters by Heather Morris. So if you uh, uh, read The Tattooist of Auschwitz, so this is by the same author. And the way this book came about is that when the tattooist of Auschwitz came out, um, this uh, woman who was living in <clears throat> living in Israel was telling her grandson that, oh, well, I knew him. And she and her three sisters were in Auschwitz in the concentration camps and had tattoos. And these three sisters survived, all three of them survived Auschwitz. And it's about their story of survival against all the odds. Three Slovakian sisters uh, get through that death camp, and then they end up with a new life in Israel. So they travel to their new home, and and they, I just love that it's inspired by true events, and that it you know in the darkest of times there is hope. And I felt like this story for a World War II story of survival. It certainly is a story of hope that they all three uh, survived. So um, anything else you've been reading that you want to tell the group about or what are, do you have anything on your to be read look, a book that you're looking forward to? Well, I'm still working my way through the Nancy Drews. I'm about book 32 of 50 something. So my oh. goal was to get them read by the end of the year, but I don't think that's going to happen, but I, that's a work in progress. And then I've got a couple of holds that I'm waiting for the books to come in. Um, but oh, okay. let me see if I can find those. One well, of them is um, that weekend. It's a YA kind of murder mystery. So I don't know much about it yet, but. Okay. Well, I have discovered an author who I'm, I'd read some of William Kent Kruger's books before, but I had not read any of his Cork O'Connor mysteries. And Cork O'Connor in this book is 12 years old. His mother is half Indian or is Indian. And his father is uh, a transplant from Chicago and Irish. And, but it's going to sound odd, but if you're a fan of Tony Hillerman, of course, Tony Hillerman is no longer with us. And like the Navajo stories, there is a lot of uh, the book that takes place on the reservation and some of that Indian culture comes through. And so it's a mystery and uh, I really enjoyed it now. Like it says, I had no idea that he'd read all, written all these uh this is book 18 of 19 Cork O'Connor Mysteries. Now, I don't know if I want to go back to the very first Cork O'Connor Mystery, but 
Um, you know, cause I don't want to read book after book. I get, you sort of get bored, but I really, if you have not read uh, any of William Kent Kruger's books, he's an excellent writer and I would in, encourage you to, to check that out too. So, and then, and I also, this is sort of a fun read and, and had some twists and turns is um, talking about laugh out loud sometimes about family dramas and siblings fighting with each other and a husband and wife and they love each other and they hate each other. And it's uh, called apples never fall. And I'm going to slaughter her name. I think it's Leanne Moriarty. She, and this book takes place in Australia. I love learning about different cultures. And so this takes place in Australia and this husband and wife were uh, hoped to be tennis stars, but they ended up getting young, married really young, and they have uh, these three siblings, and and it's about the Delaney family. They love each other and they hate each other sometimes, and they're all all these kids were like trained to be tennis stars, and the drama of that, and uh, so it. But it's really fun. But there's a mystery in it, and you're trying to figure out if someone's alive or not oh. and and if they're not alive what happened and who did it and so but i mean it just kept me turning the pages and so i really recommend i've read i've read some of her books before and uh she's just an excellent author and uh, so I highly recommend this book. I mean, there were times that I just laughed out loud and I just loved them. And then I was thinking, oh, you all are awful. And maybe because I have two sisters and a brother, I think she must have siblings to, you know, for that rapport and how you talk to each other sometimes, just the way family talks to each other. So, so that was a lot of fun to read. So, but anyway, so. All right, then. Is there anything else you want to share with our listeners today? Any other books on the horizon that you want to read? Oh, I feel like my book list is endless and there's just not enough time for it all. Um, okay. Well, I'm getting ready to reread. I've actually been rereading an old book called uh, The Mother-in-Law. Uh, if you're not aware of our book club, our book club meets the third Tuesday of each month. And I got the short straw in that I have to lead this month, but I love the book that we're talking about, but I read it a while back. So I'm rereading it, but it's called the mother-in-law by Sally Hepworth. And this is another Australian book, but it's really good. There is a murder or maybe it's not a murder. And again, there are two children in this family and it's, you know, and I have a wonderful daughter-in-law because I'm on a podcast and that's what I'm going to say. But it is, you know, I never want, as a mother-in-law, I never want to overstep, especially with the grandchildren. And I think that comes across in that. And so it's so different, you know, how I interact with my own daughter and her grandchildren because, you know, I'll just say whatever and tell her what I think she needs to be doing. But with my daughter-in-law, I hold back because I don't want to overstep or you know i don't want to do anything that might upset her that might not that she'd ever keep the children away from me or anything but you know i i want i want to stay on the good side of my daughter-in-law and that you know and and 
the really interesting thing about this book is how, because she she writes from what I, I would call a technique of deep POV from the point of view. Of, so, you know, the internal thoughts of the daughter-in-law and the story is told from the internal thoughts of the mother-in-law and how if you're the daughter-in-law, how you're offended by whatever she just did or her lack of response. But then you hear the mother side, mother-in-law side of it, and you learn some things about her past for why she is the way she is. So you have empathy for her. So you see these two women struggling with the relationship and they just don't know how to communicate with each other. So anyway, so I'm the one leading that book club discussion. It's called The Mother-in-Law by Sally Hepworth. And uh, we're going to talk about that next Tuesday. And uh, it's always a lot of fun at book club. Even if you don't read the book, it's fun to hear what other people people think about that book. And so, and then another new book that my next book that I'm going to read. No, I'm about to tell you a lie because I have two two books that are on my shelf to read. And I have to hurry up because someone else will be on hold for them. Is One is Old William by Elizabeth uh, Stout. And so, and it is really, um, I think she's a Pulitzer Prize winner author. So, um, and in this book, it's sort of an exploration of the mysteries of marriage and the secrets we keep. Not that I would ever keep a secret from my husband. (laughs) There's no, yeah, there's no, you know, I wouldn't keep, there's, you know, I just like to cut all those price tags off the clothes that I've just bought and bury them in the bottom of the trash can just you know so so he won't be worried about it but I don't want to stress him out you know but um but anything anyway so I'm really looking forward to that book and then uh, a book that I've just started oh it it just came out on my phone there (laughs) whoops is um well I can't read all of the the name of the book here let's see it's uh once upon a wardrobe by patty callahan now patty callahan writes under two names she writes under patty callahan for historical christian fiction and she writes under the name patty callahan henry i believe i'm gonna have to google that real quick but um and where she writes some beach stories so and She's just an excellent author. Yep, I got that right. So I love her books that are usually women's contemporary fiction books. Uh, the bookshop at Water's End was wonderful. And um, But anyway, this one is she wrote uh, a book about um, C.S. Lewis' wife, Becoming Mrs. Lewis, I believe, was the name of that book. And she must be fascinated with C.S. Lewis. Yep, that's what it was, Becoming Mrs. Lewis. And it was the improbable love story of Joy David Men who married C.S. Lewis. So that book was sort of about the relationship of how Joy and um, Mr. Lewis' romance started. She was a writer. He was a writer. She um, was fascinated with his um uh, take on Christianity. And so in this book uh, that I've just started by Once Upon a Wardrobe, there is a young boy and he is has a heart condition. He's eight years old and he is fascinated um, 
of of the books of the witch um oh what's the name of it the oh the c.s lewis book oh, the line the witch in the wardrobe yes thank you so much and so there's a young woman meg who is his sister he's going to college and he uh her little brother asked her to to ask him ask c.s lewis where does narnia come from and so she takes she starts she actually approaches mr lewis's brother she's kind of skulking in their woods trying to get the nerve to knock on their door and is invited in and that's as far as i've got so he's i think we're going to learn some of the background of of c.s lewis writing narnia but i don't know but i'm hoping so so sorry folks for my brain freezing there and i can't remember all the books i want to talk about but um, but i think it is just going to be unput downable so i have a feeling i'm supposed to be editing my own book this weekend but i might be spending some time reading and i tell you if you have any interest in becoming a writer one of the best things you can do to become a better writer is to read good authors and Patty Callahan Henry, or Patty Callahan, however you say her name, is an excellent author to study, as is um, all of the authors. William Kent Kruger, uh, Tony Hillerman, Heather Morris, all of these authors I've mentioned today are just excellent authors. So I would just encourage you to read any one of these books. And if you don't like them, you know, some people will just stick with the book till the very bitter end. But you got an author has about two chapters to hook me. And if I'm not happy or bored or my attention's wandering, I have too many books on my shelf that I want to read. So I'm going to move on to the next. So that's what I recommend. Don't I have too many books to ever read. I'm going to die before I read all the books I want to read. So you, I would die before I got through all the Nancy Drew books you're reading. Dee. <laughs> there are a lot of them, but I completely agree. If it's something you don't like, it's totally okay to put it down and not finish it. And not every book is for every reader. And, you know, this library has books that I guarantee you, you will not like, but, I also can guarantee you if you stick with it and keep pulling out books, you will find something you love. And that's one of the things I love about book club is because it exposes me to books. Someone we take turns choosing books and we vote on books and someone recommends it. But so because of book club, I will pick up books that I never would have considered reading. Now, just because I'm a member of book club doesn't mean I'm bound to read that. I mean, they're going to get the same shot if i get through the first two or three a book club book might get three chapters to hook me i might stick with it a little bit longer but if it doesn't really thrill me i'm going to pass i'll still go and listen to the discussion and i'll think well i wasn't getting that at all but um but that's okay so i like hearing other people talk about books so i would if you don't work during the day and I uh, want to check out our book club. It's Tuesdays at the third Tuesday of each month at one o'clock. All right, then. Well, Dee, is there anything else you want to tell our reader listeners before we sign off tonight? I will have to say we've got a lot of really great new books that I would 
love to read because, you know, I put all the stickers and the labels and the barcodes on them. So I see everything that comes through. And there are some that I would just love to take home, but then I'd have like way too many library books. But it's <laughs> what a good collection. The best part of my job is selecting books to buy for the library. That is just, it's just wonderful that I get paid to do that. But also folks, guess what? You too can do that. And so we have a book at the front desk called uh, patron request. And if you have a book that you, a new book that you see or read about, please call us and put it in the patron request. And then you'll probably be the first person to get that book. Cause if you're the one that requested it, unless someone requested it before you did, you'll get to get that book. So check out our patron request and um, you can do what I get to do is uh, choose which books the library buys. So it's a, it's a great part of my job. Well, all right then. Well, I think we're out of time. So I'd just like to wish everyone a very happy Thanksgiving. Yes. Hopefully right. you have lots of good food. All right. <laughs> I'll have to report back to you how my, my turkey turns out. Hopefully not too dry. And hopefully no one gets sick from me not having it cooked done enough. So, all right, then. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. You've been listening to Among the Stacks, a podcast produced by the staff of the Allen County Public Library in Scottsville, Kentucky. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to seeing you Among the Stacks.